Our guest this week is Ray Walker. He's the director of the Medicare Assistance Program with the Oklahoma Insurance Department. Ray, welcome back. We're glad to have you on the show. Thank you so much. This is what, the fourth year, fifth year? Quite every year, just about, for the last several years. Both our hairlines have receded just a little bit. Yes, yeah. (laughs) For for some of us that have hair left. so. (laughs) But always glad to have you in to talk about uh, uh, what options... Uh, that those individuals who may be eligible for Medicare yes. uh, have to go through and lots of decisions and, uh, you know, lots of things to think about. Yes. And uh, right now we see all these commercials oh, on TV. All over the and place. And all, the radio and, and the in the mail. Mailers, yeah, social media, that's, that's mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, social media yes. has really uh, blossomed this year, hasn't mm, it? Yeah. I'm getting quite a few of those and I want to make sure and check my birth date (laughs) somewhere on the internet because somebody has it seriously wrong. Oh my. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we've got about, let's see, there's 24 different Part D drug plans that are available this year. Wow. And the cheapest one I think is about $6.70 a month and the most expensive one's over a hundred. Uh, it's interesting that both of those are offered by the same company. That is interesting. Uh, we've got several Medicare Advantage plans that are available here in this area. I think there's about 10 mm-hmm. that, based on the zip code right here at the station, um, that are available in this area. Some of them are HMOs and some of them are PPOs. And, uh, you know, there's lots of press, like you said, lots of advertising that's going on. and. Lots of enticements, things like gym memberships and transportation benefits have been added and stuff. And so what we tell people when they call us, when they're considering getting on those Advantage plans, is the key thing is you want to make sure your doctors are on that plan. And if if your doctors are contracted with that Medicare Advantage plan and they like it, then by all means, consider that. It might be of advantage to you. But, you know, don't just jump into one without considering all of the options that are available to you and what, what the, the pros and cons are. You want to make sure that your doctors are contracted. You want to be comfortable uh, with getting referrals for different services and things like that. So you just want to weigh all your options. So is this for people that have some health insurance already through work or retirement or anything like that? No. Or is it, it's different, right? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're still working, which, you know, we were just talking about this, we'll probably be working past the age of 65, which is when most people take out their Medicare. Mm-hmm. But if you're still working and you've got group health insurance coverage, you don't have to start your Medicare yet. You can delay it until you don't have that group health insurance coverage. Or if your spouse has group health insurance coverage that you're on. You can delay it. You don't have to pay the monthly premium for your Part B, which this year, it's actually gone down a little bit. It's going to go down to $164.90, but that's still $164.90. You could save a month and just use your employer coverage. And then once you don't have that employer coverage, then take out your Part B. Right. And if you don't have any insurance through your employer, then that's probably when you want to say, okay, this Correct. is, you know, so 165 bucks a month is... Absolutely. Probably a pretty good investment for And you want to weigh all of your options. Yeah. You know, some people have ap- access to coverage through their VA benefits. Some people uh, are retired military and they've got TRICARE. So we don't want to just look at 
Medicare in a whole. We always want to consider, so what else is out there that might possibly pay some of your health care costs? Some people, especially here in Oklahoma, have uh, benefits through Indian Health Services. So very important to look at the whole universe of what's out there. Right. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions. That's, no. That's the, that's the big thing. Just Absolutely. To... There are resources available. Here in Chickasha, uh, your nearest one is going to be ASCOG, the Association of South Central Oklahoma Governments that are available to answer those questions. They've got several counselors. We're just up the road. People who want to talk to us can give us a call. We'd be happy to help them. And that, uh, just at Oklahoma City? Yes, sir. And uh, lots of information on your website. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of that uh, here on the program today. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So right now, uh, December 7th is the, the deadline to sign up for this most recent enrollment period and this, yes, is, this is like every fall right that uh, every fall mm -hmm. from october 15th through december 7th is when we want people to consider their coverage and uh, so what do we need to do okay those, i mean that's so uh, the way what's that the works, first thing to do with all this even if you've got even if the coverage you've got is is what you want it's worked great you don't want to mess with it we tell people Consider it. Look at it. Doesn't take that long to consider your current coverage, whether that's health coverage, drug coverage, even if your drug plan has been awesome. It's covered all your drugs and all that stuff. There might be one out there that's going to save you more money. And so we need to take a look at that to make sure all your drugs are going to be covered, that the pharmacy that you're wanting to use is in network because I don't know how many pharmacies you've got here, but you want to make sure that they're in network yeah, for that. We got a half that, a dozen right yeah. here in Chickasha. Yeah. And you want to make sure you can go to those. You don't want to have to drive to some other community to get your drugs filled. You also may have had a change in your medications. Your doctor might have changed your meds or the dosage or something like that. So there's a lot of variables that go into selecting the right drug plan. There are new drug plans that are just starting and that might be a better fit for you. So, you know, it doesn't take very long. We can do the comparison over the phone and we can help you get enrolled in that plan for the following year. So uh, it's always a good idea for people to make that phone call. Another change that's coming up that is going to impact a lot of Oklahomans is related to uh, um, insulin. The Inflation Reduction Act that recently passed has put a cap on insulin costs at $35 a month. There was a big debate yes. about that, I remember. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And so that's hopefully going to save a lot of Oklahomans a considerable amount of money. So anyone who is on injectable insulin uh, beginning at the first of the year, that will be capped at $35 a month. However, they've got to make sure they're on a Part D drug plan that covers that particular insulin. If they somehow are enrolled in a plan that doesn't cover their insulin, they're out of luck. So we want to make sure that we get them in the plan that's going to cover their meds uh, so that they've got that coverage. Now, if you've got a client that uses a insulin pump, one of those DME items that mm -hmm. keeps kind of that continuous insulin going into their bloodstream, that insulin isn't going to be capped at $35 until June. So starting July 1, those people's insulin will also be capped at $35. So it, it takes some maneuvering to do that comparison, so we encourage people to call us. So how do you how do you start with comparing? I mean, with apples to apples and such as that. So you, I guess Good you... Good question. Mm -hmm. First thing we want to do... I mean, I'm sure people have coverage. They don't even know what it is. They don't even know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's, we treat it like our car insurance yep. or our homeowner's insurance. So the first thing that I always tell all of my counselors to do, when someone calls you, ask them what's covering their health care now. 
It could be that they're still working and they've got employer coverage. It could be some of those others that we mentioned a moment ago. We need to know what's covering them now and if it's going to continue covering them. If a person has a retiree plan through a previous employer and they were to enroll in a separate Part D drug plan, it very well might cancel their retiree coverage, not just the drug part, but the health coverage as well. So we want to be very cautious about any actions that we take that might have an adverse effect on that coverage. So we find out what they've currently got. Then we want that list of their current medications and they can get that from their doctor, their pharmacist, whomever. Another neat thing that's really neat, if you're someone that uses the internet, you can go online to medicare.gov and create your own medicare.gov account. You'll get a username and a password, and once you've got that set up, it's gonna automatically show you all of the medications that have been filled for you for the previous year. Then it's just a matter of going in and editing that list. You know, maybe your dosages have changed, or maybe there's an antibiotic that's on there that you're not taking anymore. And it makes it a lot simpler for people to do a comparison. It's kind of nice as, as we're getting older, more and more of the people that are aging into Medicare have grown up with computers. We're not intimidated by them like some of our older seniors are, and we're comfortable doing those comparisons ourselves. And I'm telling you, George, anybody can go on medicare.gov and do that comparison. Now, we'll always be there and available if they want to consult with us. Mm -hmm. But I, I encourage people, get on there, learn more about your benefits. There's a comparison tool on there that you can look at the hospitals in the area and, and see a comparison of the quality ratings of those facilities. Nursing homes, physicians, all of those types of things are available on that website. You can spend hours oh, on yeah. this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you go on there and do a comparison, you can't break it. Right. So don't be intimidated by mm -hmm. it. Uh, so Medicare.gov? 24-7 mm -hmm. online? Yes. So Yes, it's a great tool. Um, there's also some other things that are going to be come, that are coming about as a part of that Inflation Reduction Act that I think your folks are going to be interested in knowing about. Uh, for one thing, cost sharing on vaccines. You know, vaccines have become a big topic lately. Most of the vaccines that we're familiar with, like our flu shot, the pneumonia shot, definitely the COVID shot, are covered by people's Medicare Part B as in boy. Some of the vaccines, though, are covered by Part D. Any of the other commercially available vaccines, such as the shingles vaccine, are covered by their Part D, okay? And sometimes the out-of-pocket cost for those vaccines has been pretty high. Well, mm -hmm. starting in the year 2023, they will not have that cost sharing on those vaccines. So a person who has not had their shingles vaccine yet can go to their local pharmacist, can go to the doctor or wherever and get their shingles vaccine and they don't have any out-of-pocket costs. Uh, my mother had to get her shingles vaccine and I got an earful, of course, because of what I do for sure. a living, <laughs> uh, because she was not happy about how much she had to pay out-of-pocket mm -hmm. for that shingles vaccine. And it's a two-shot series, so she had to pay it twice. And so when I told her that they were now going to start covering it, I did it in a very crowded restaurant because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get yes, in with that. Yes. So, <laughs> well, um, that's certainly – that's that's a big expense. Yes. And uh, we know how serious uh, that shingles can be. And, you know, it's from the chicken pox uh, virus from years ago. Yeah. But, it's, it, you know, chicken pox lasted, what, maybe a week? And mm -hmm. shingles can last for months. And for it's months. so, so painful. Mm -hmm. So painful. So and that's really, really good news. Very really good detrimental. News. Um, the other thing that's going to go away that I think is going to be of interest to people will start in 2025. And you know as well as I do. 
prescription drugs are so expensive nowadays, un- incredibly expensive. And when you're talking about a senior who's on a fixed income, it can become very, very challenging. Beginning in 2025, they're going to put a cap on the out-of-pocket costs for seniors at $2,000. So once a senior has spent out of their pocket $2,000. That's for which, a calendar count- count- year? Uh, for calendar year 2025. But it's for a calendar year $2,000? Yes. Okay. Yes. Got you. And so once they've hit that $2,000, they don't have any more than that. I counsel people very often. I've talked to two just this morning whose annual costs were well over $2,000. So this is not, we're not talking donut hole. We're not talking catastrophic coverage. We're talking, boom, $2,000, you're done. All right, so, so that will be huge. Got a couple of years to wait on that, but that's yes. certainly uh, certainly something to look forward to, no yes, doubt about it. absolutely. And then everyone's heard about how they're going to be uh, negotiating prices on prescription medications. That's something that people have been talking about for a long time. That will actually not start until the year 2026. And so each year between the years of 2026 to 2029, they will uh, select certain high-dollar drugs that they will negotiate those uh, uh, prices for. It's not gonna be every drug. They are targeting very high cost drugs and biologicals and things like that, that are really, really, the ones that are really costing the majority of the, the, the pharmaceutical costs in our country right now. All right, so your office is available and if folks don't think they can do the comparisons by themselves, mm-hmm. you guys have phone lines and I don't know how many Folks, you have up there to help counsel yes. uh, the folks that call up there. And uh, you get got, to talk to a real person up yes, there. Yes, and if they call us, you know, uh, if someone's not available, uh, you know, it'll they can wait on hold or they have an option. Uh, you know, it'll, uh, a recording will come on and say, if you want to leave your phone number, we'll call you right back. And as soon as we have someone that's available, the, the system will dial the phone number for us and call them back and we can talk to them at that point in time. So we're hoping that people will take advantage of this opportunity, uh, make sure when they call, they've got their list of drugs in front of them or they've got their username for their medicare.gov account uh, so that we don't, we don't wanna waste their time or anything. We're really, really, really trying to focus on saving people as much money as we can, as well as educating them about their coverage. We've seen a number of people this year who have seen the commercials about the additional benefits that they receive from some of these plans. Now, the challenging part of some of those commercials, as you know, is they'll talk about transportation or they'll talk about giving people money back for their Part B premium and stuff like that. Unfortunately, that information wasn't accurate for all parts of the country. And so That's interesting. It, it might or might not apply to those individuals. But keep in mind, the goal of those commercials was to get you to call them. That's all they really wanted mm-hmm. was to get you on the phone. And so it's important that people understand that, you know, like anything else, it's advertising. So, you know, be a smart consumer. Uh, take everything with a grain of salt. Don't make any snap decisions. And be cautious about what you say on the phone because... They will. I've had a number of people that have told me, I don't think I enrolled in that plan, but somehow I got enrolled in that plan. If that happens, don't panic. Give us a call. You can call our office and we can assist you with getting that straightened out as well. What's the average 
phone call, average time for a phone call. Any uh, clue? You know, when we're doing a comparison, depending on how many drugs they're taking, probably the longest, it'd be 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's that's doing a lot of work. That's that's comparing a lot. That's comparing co-pays. That's looking at different medications. You know, a lot of medications, a lot of our seniors know them by the brand name. Maybe what they're doing is they're taking the generic. And other times, whenever we're really trying to help them get their costs down, there are programs that are out there that one of them is called extra help. If, if the person meets the income and asset limits for that program, we can uh, get them enrolled in a program that'll pay their monthly premiums and it lowers the co-pays for their drugs. So we look for any opportunity we can to reduce these costs and help them save their, the, their funds so that they can use those for groceries and for other costs. In some instances, we are able to point them to other programs that they might qualify here in Oklahoma that, you know, utility assistance, uh, you know, assistance with food mm -hmm. and things like that. We partner with the Oklahoma Health, Oklahoma, it used to be the Department of Human Services, now it's Oklahoma Human Services. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we partner with those folks uh, on those programs to try and identify likely candidates to help them get as many benefits as we can because, I mean, they're on a fixed income. They're not getting raises every right, year. Right. Well, sometimes, but not very often. Right. This year was an exception, wasn't it? A little bit. Yeah. 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 So that's interesting. <laughs> so I'm you sure know, folks, you know, that. It's not much, but hey, at least it's a little bit of an increase. Well, in, but you'll remember so, in the yeah. past when the Social Security income went up, so did the Part B monthly premium. Mm -hmm. Well, this year it was a, a switch. The The Social Security income went up and the Part B monthly premium went down. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. I think it's the first time it's happened since I've been here. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, that's kind of nice. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so do, do people come to your office? Or is most they of your stuff on, on the phone? There's an, any number of ways. We've got a phone number, 1-800-763-2828. Our office is located at 400 Northeast 50th Street. But I, awfully, I always recommend, before you come into the office, call us to make an appointment, to make sure somebody is there, and so we can give you instructions on the type of information you need to bring so that we can make sure we can get everything taken care of at that time. The other way people can reach us, and are, it's becoming much more popular, is through the, uh, our, our uh, uh, email and through the website at map.map.oid.ok.gov, or they can send us an email at map.oid.ok.gov. And uh, we've, we've counseled a lot of people using that tool. What's really been interesting and what I've noticed is we, we not only talk to beneficiaries, but a lot of times they're family members and other caregivers who are assisting these people. And sometimes those people don't live around here. They may live in another state or something. And one of the cases that I'm working on right now is a family member who lives out of state, but their loved one lives here in Ponca City. And we've been doing this now for two or three years, and it's worked really, really well. So, we, you know, we want to meet people wherever they can. There are also a number of events that sometimes take place, and people can sometimes get counseling there. It has tapered down significantly since COVID, but we're seeing that that's starting to have an uptick. And so maybe next year there can be some kind of an enrollment event here uh, that would be awesome, uh, where community members could come to one central location and we can counsel them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's save some travel time for folks and um, maybe 
visit with somebody one-on-one, it's always good to get that face-to-face contact instead yeah. of something over the phone. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, the email thing's great for family members that are, you know, not close together and you know, much easier for to get assistance that way. And I find that people like it because they can go back and look at it again. Mm-hmm. It gives them time to absorb it and, you know, review it and ask questions about it. You know, am I understanding this correctly? Uh, I, that's how I function. Now, I will also confess I'm also a paper junkie. Uh, I am guilty of sometimes someone will send me a document and I will print it out to read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, there are those that just do things electronically. So, right. we, we, again, we just want to meet people where they're most comfortable uh, and provide them the most. You know, some of our clients have lots of questions. Some of them don't have any questions. They just want to, they just want to get it done. That's fine. All right, so we've got this Medicare enrollment program, but uh, there's another program coming up after the first of the year. Yes. Uh, so what? Right so now. what's the difference between Medicare that we're signing up for now and the Medicare Advantage plan that's going to be opening exactly. up after the first of the year? So this mm-hmm. is currently we're on the in the open enrollment period that has been around for a long time mm-hmm. now, October fifteenth through December seventh. Last year, year before last, maybe a little before then, they, they came out with, with what is now called the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, which goes from January 1st to March 31st. And it's specifically for those people who are enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan as of January 1st. It's so that people who are in a Medicare Advantage plan can change their decision. They can either go to a different Medicare Advantage plan or they can disenroll from the Advantage plan, go back to traditional Medicare and pick up a Part D drug plan. So it's just an opportunity for them to evaluate the decision they made and change it if they want to. Now, some people want to stay with what they've got. Some people switch to another plan. Now, they're only allowed to make one, one change during that three-month period. They can't change every month. And the change they make becomes effective the first of the following month. So if someone does decide to change, let's say, in January, that change would be effective February 1st. The other change that is taking place related to time frames, in the past, if a person didn't get enrolled when they first turned 65 and they waited until, say, the general enrollment period, which is also January 1st to March 31st, their benefits didn't start till July 1st. So there was like a six-month wait there. Now, that has been changed. It will become effective in 2023 if a person enrolls during the general enrollment period in Part B, as in boy of Medicare, that change will become effective the first of the following month. So they no longer have to wait that long, which is another big change for folks. So folks do not have to make any changes that they don't want to. Correct. But you recommend that they look over what they've got and see if there's some something that will benefit them. And if they decide not to do anything, they can still have three months next year, yeah. first three months to maybe reconsider if and, change got, one, and change one time. If it's a Medicare Advantage plan. Right. Not a Part D plan, Part but D if they've plan. got that Advantage plan. Also, that people, there's a lot of people that are like, well, do I really want to try a Medicare Advantage plan? They've got a period of time. Let's say that somebody has a Medicare supplement policy. All right. A lot of our seniors have got a Medigap Medicare right. supplement, the same term, Medigap policy or Medicare supplement. And they're interested in trying a Medicare Advantage plan. They can do that. If they've never been on a Medicare Advantage plan before, they can enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan and, and drop their meds up. And if within the first 12 months they decide they don't like it, 
they can cancel the Advantage plan and go back and get their Medicare supplement plan. And they don't, they, they're, they're not going to be penalized. So that's something that's very important for them to consider as well is, you know, there is a safety net there if they've never been on an Advantage plan before. Right. So once again, the difference between Medicare and Medicare Advantage. Okay. With Medicare, that's the one that's been around since 1965. You paid for it, you know, with your, Mm -hmm. you know, FICA taxes and stuff like that. Part A covers your hospitalization. Part B covers the outpatient stuff. Then you can have a Medicare supplement policy or a Medigap policy, which pays after Medicare is paid. So those are offered by private insurance companies. They have a monthly premium that goes along with them. They're good anywhere Medicare is accepted. All right. Then... There are the Medicare Advantage plans. Those are the HMOs and the PPOs that are out there that are considered Part C of Medicare. They are also offered by private insurance companies, but instead of paying after original Medicare is paid, they basically become responsible for your care. Uh, Medicare, CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, pays that Advantage plan to take care of you. So if a person enrolls in that Advantage plan, the, the uh, people at CMS, they're going to pay that Advantage plan a set amount of money every month, whether you get sick or not, uh, to take care of you. It could be $400 a month, $500 a month, $600 a month. It's based on where you live, your gender, uh, your race, things like that, you know, health factors. And that plan, like I said, they're going to get paid that amount of money. And it's from that pool of money for all of their enrollees that they pay their claims. And so consequently, those plans have rules. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have to use their doctors. You uh, have to get prior authorizations for certain services. You have to live in the service area, et cetera. So you just got to understand and, and be willing to follow those rules. I tell people that live in the metro area, it's probably going to be a lot easier for them to uh, – be in an advantage plan because of the location of where they're living and where the the the, the doctors are located. Right, a lot more a lot more choices bingo. in the metro areas, right? But mm-hmm. the further you get from those metro areas, the more challenges we seem to have with that. We recently learned that Stillwater Medical Center is not going to accept Medicare Advantage plans anymore. Uh, we've also heard that Jackson County Memorial is not accepting at least one of the Advantage plans. Um, Sometimes that's to bring the plan to the table, to renegotiate contracts. You just never know. So it's challenging in a rural area like Oklahoma sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, for those plans to function. So we're hoping that it's going to get better. We've learned that some of the plans, such as uh, United Healthcare, is one that as long as a provider is contracted, you can go to that contractor anywhere in the country. So they've kind of come up with a way that you can see a contracted provider wherever you're at, but they do have to be contracted with United. Right, right. And that's where sometimes it can run into uh, a challenge. You know, last year we had a bit of a scare with uh, OU Medical Center. They terminated their agreement with United Healthcare, but they have since worked out their differences. They made the contract retroactive back to when it had been terminated. So it's okay. From a business perspective, from a personal perspective, when you're one of those patients that's sitting there saying, yeah. do what? <laughs> it's, it's not quite so cut and dry. Right. So, again, you want to know what you're getting into and where to go if you have a problem, and that's us.
So if someone's having a problem with that, with their Advantage plan, they're always welcome to call us and we'll help them work through the kinks. Ray, always good to have you on the show. Let's uh, remind the folks of the website that the, folks can go to. The website, uh, they can always go to oid.ok.gov with any of their questions about insurance, whether it's homeowners, life insurance, anything like that. Our website is, it's on, it's located on there, but it's map, map.oid. Dot ok.gov. Our 800 number is 1-800-763-2828. And somebody answers that phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, there may not be somebody there in the middle of the night that can answer all your questions, but we'll get back to you. Ray, again, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Right. Ray Walker with the Oklahoma Insurance Department. He's the director of the state's Medicare Assistance Program in our program this week.